Marketing, entrepreneurship, and all things small business. You're listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Now, here's your host, Justin Miller. Hey, episode 29. I had something really interesting happen that don't always happen. We had an episode, I think, like way early on about Amazon sending a Christmas catalog. Mm-hmm. I had a software company send me a magazine. Really? So, hey, a lot of you know, I, I came from Infusionsoft in the Keep uh, partner background. Uh, and they just started, I think they're on issue number two now. They started a magazine called the Keep Insider. So, Keep, if you don't know, is a marketing automation software. Got God knows how many people using it and over 400 employees last time I heard anything about it. That's a big player. And uh, out of the blue, we get this magazine in the mail. <laughs> Just, of course, a little counterintuitive. Um, not for those of you that are marketing astute, but for the general population, kind of strange for a software company to send a magazine out. So I thought we'd talk about that a little bit. So the first thing I noticed, other than uh, the fact that the irony of it, and that I know a lot of names in here that are the actual articles and very quickly ascertained who's putting together the magazine. I, I know all that too. And, um, this is a hell of a partnership for uh, the company that put it together. So I don't, I don't know the revenue deal behind the scenes on this and I don't know the distribution on it because I have nothing to do with it. But it, it looks like it's 24, 28 page, uh, full color magazine, undoubtedly going to thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. And... Uh, 12 pages of the content out of 20-something are from the uh, partner organization that prints. <laughs> so this is a hell of a deal for them to be in front of uh, all these oh, yeah. marketers. Sure. Um, but, you know, we, we started looking at this and we're like, hmm, what other types of businesses could use a magazine? Or at least something that looks and feels like a magazine. So this is... A, you know, they're going to, this is coming as close to an actual magazine as, as possible. I believe they're planning to send this every month, if not every quarter. I think it's every month, though. Um, I see they were pretty careful not to list the uh, publication date on it. This is just volume 1.2 that I have, so probably year one, issue two. Um, and in our own business, we have something that looks like a magazine that about 28 pages of, of content. Uh, a lot of it describing our services, some of it examples, etc. A lot of people, I think, could use well, a magalog, it's a magazine catalog, but something that comes across as a professional publication that's really an advertisement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this one has, it does have content articles. It's got good content um, as I flip through, but make no mistakes, this is here to retain, keep customers. Mm-hmm. And from the other side, it's it's to get customers for the print company and any any sponsors in it as well. So we, we did get information on sponsoring in this. Uh, I believe it was about three thousand dollars an issue to put a sponsor at it. An issue. Yep. All right. Which I don't remember the distribution, so I can't tell you if that is a good value or not. Um, you know, I got some common names in here. Uh, you know, Dave D, who's known a lot for sales. Um, you know, Clay, the CEO, one of the founders of Keep now Keep. Um, Brett Gilliland of Elite Entrepreneurs, which used to be an inside, inside offering for Keep. Um, Dan Kennedy, Magnetic Marketing. 
you know, it's kind of the who's who of the groups that I play around with anyway. Uh, and I, I was starting to think, I'm like, who else? Who else has this that I know? And not a whole lot of people because it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it probably there's, is a lot of work. There's a lot of content there. A lot of content to put it together, to get someone to sponsor it. Yeah, well, I don't think you need sponsored and ads if it's your own, or you can make up ads. I, I, yeah. I think Dan Kennedy used to tell the story of, of filling one, you know, you just put like FedEx in there or something, you know, they're not going to complain. True. <laughs> you just take one of their ads from another magazine and put it in. Um, but most, most businesses aren't going to need to put this out monthly either. I think this could be a staple piece that they just use perpetually or put out annually and update annually mm-hmm. uh, and put in their lobbies. Uh, a lot of people like to do like magazine covers as an authority piece and not even put together the whole magazine. So I guess this would be like the extension beyond. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've definitely done fake magazine covers for people that they hang up in their offices. <laughs> yeah. This is, after you get around a lot of this stuff, you start to get jaded to, <laughs> to advertising and marketing. Yeah. Um, because that's definitely a game. I, I think I, I've at least on one occasion made up an award for myself before. <laughs> You might still have them in uh, the uh, entertainment business. Probably, they probably are in storage. <laughs> yeah, they probably have them in storage. So if you, if you see uh, you know, number one in something or other that you've never heard of, it's probably because I made it up. Nice. <laughs> well, people buy it. People real, they think it's real. Well, I was voted, too. So I, vote, I voted myself. As oh, a, sure. Yeah. Well, of course. I might have gone around the office and tallied a vote. Tallied everyone up. Get the one smart-ass employee that it's like, no. <laughs> nope, we're not gonna, I'm not going to vote for you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think th- I think this is a good authority piece. Um, the only problem is I, I don't know how someone would put this together on their own. So I, t- I don't want this to come across as a pitch because, honestly, we've only done a couple of these, and they are a huge project. But uh, I'm trying to think, you know, what what is the what is the bare minimum thickness I could put together on this, and how could I produce it easily to where it's not a burden? And that's, I mean, to me, that looks, it looks like a real magazine, but it, yeah. it doesn't look super thick. So if it's at 20 Two, 24, 28 pages. It's you That's don't. That's all it needs. I mean, maybe sixteen is as low as you go. Probably. Well, I we, mean, we just get thicker paper if it's less. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is tricks like this. Voted number one for great. insert here by myself. Yeah, there we same go. Kind we'll, of, we'll same have, kind of thing. We'll have templated, right? It's exactly right. Now here's the thing. I know that you can get content stuff the internet as long as you attribute it to the source. And I, I can't think off the top of my head of the sites, but if you, if you Google, I'm sure you'll find it. And you can search pretty much any subject matter, gather articles, and you just have to leave the byline of, of who yeah. wrote it. Yeah. So you can fill something with content, and then you put your own advertisements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I suppose if you can sell advertisement, great. But then you know, anyone advertising is probably going to want to know how this thing's being distributed. Yeah. Uh, um, so you may put some fake advertisement in there. And then just leave them around, mail them out, put them in your lobby. Um. I mean, I'm happy to print them for you. you. Might be able to print them in your office. You'd need like, you'd have to be able to do the staple in the middle. Well, that's what I mean. That kind of thing would prevent me from even attempting to do it versus having someone like you do it. If you had a big enough printer that does that type of booklet making, you could do it. If you go, you go to Staples. Uh, probably gonna get super expensive there. Yeah, and I mean per piece, if you're doing just a few of them, they are gonna be expensive, but. Um, to the right person, you know, we, we talked before about writing books. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, how is this different than, than being an authority by writing your own book? Yeah, it's it's one and the same, right? This is probably a quicker thing to get off your uh, idea yeah. list. True. Because 
you can fill with relevant content that's a value that you don't have to write. Obviously, if you if you write it all, it might make your pitch a little better. But you know, it's got it's got what Dan calls the thud factor. You know, yeah. When it, when it hits yep. the desk, yeah. Um, and you could mail them in promo kits. Oh, that yeah, you could do that. That's true. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of people mailing shock and awe type mailings, and always looking for what to put in there. Um, and I always say, you know, what you put in there is not as important as the fact that you have one and you get it out there. Um, I'm looking at. They're not all overt advertisements in this one, but they're definitely there. Um, there's some that are, you know, try magnetic marketing TV today for a dollar and it has a tracking URL on it. Um, but there's some that are just, you know, the bylines in the articles creating awareness. Uh, you might be able to team up with other businesses that serve common client types. So I'm thinking like your business in, in weddings, you could certainly gather five, six vendors that all want to yeah. contribute and yep. do it together, print a larger batch so it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. I like that idea. Hand those things out. Yeah, the only the only um, thing that's that I've seen similar like this is I've seen other photographers do their own magazines for like senior portraits, where they're putting and they're they're showing off work. They're giving information about what you do and how you do it, how you get ready for it, and this and that. And most of them stop there, but I've seen a couple in the last year where then they find other vendors who may appeal to a high school senior or to mom and, and they have some ads in there, some ins, which is similar to what you're talking about. But because if you just do it to highlight yourself and that's it, I mean, you're not, I mean, you're, then you're, yeah. then you're paying all the cost yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think from the recipient side, it actually might be of less value. They might, you know, yeah, want, I think that's that right. More diverse. Side. No, that's probably true. You then you feel like you're maybe you just feel like you're being sold if it's just hey, here's my senior photography magazine. Yeah, I mean this is like it's a step further and a step backwards from um, kind of other niche advertising type things. So in our area, I don't know if they still exist. You would know. You know, there were a couple of publications that did like half page size and they would sell the rep would come around annually and sell your ad in there and then they'd have articles about weddings um and everyone that advertised in it was basically the entire distribution of the thing yes so, so we're talking about those are still around yeah we're talking about something similar but you control it uh the only ad cost is printing the thing and uh i guess what you get to control the content yeah you could also use it as a lead generation piece so you could offer this thing as a, you know, give me your info and I'll mail you this out. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that could be pretty effective. Give it out expos. I mean, I've handed out magazines at expos before. Well, people like to at, at expos. Everyone wants to fill their bag. They want they <laughs> want stuff. You gotta give something. Yeah. If it's not a pen or a tchotchke, I mean, a magazine actually might work because it's different. Yeah, it, it depends on the expo too. So some are funny. Uh, some groups are more techy than others, and we've done, you know, iPad kiosk signups and all digital information before, and we've done stuff on the table, and we've done everything in between. And uh, different groups respond completely different. Uh, so you almost have to try it uh, in your industry and, and what people would like. But as long as it appears right, you know, I think you get your authority piece just fine. Um, and I'm sure you could do an online version. They have like the flipping flipping book software or whatever. I don't really care for that. I don't like to read. Yeah, I don't uh, know if that's online. as effective. There's something about being able to hold it in your hand, I think. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, you know, how long this particular publication will last, how committed they are to doing this. Um, I'm 
guessing, again, I really don't know the inside pool. Um, I could probably call and ask someone, but I'm guessing that the sponsors, the advertisers are covering the entire cost and this cost keep nothing other mm-hmm. than access to their database um, for the printing organization, which isn't, again, an awesome deal for them. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's that one. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and I'm going to give you one more unique marketing piece you might be able to use. But yeah, if you want help designing something, reach out. Um, if you want someone to completely do this type of publication for you, it's going to cost a fair amount. There's there's a lot of content, a lot of layout, a lot of graphic. Um, but I do think it's probably a piece you can use forever uh, and probably will give you an ROI. But we'll come back. We'll talk about more unique pieces that don't make logical sense at first, but can work for you. And now, now, back to the Profit 911 podcast with your host, Justin Miller. We're back. We're talking counterintuitive, unique media, direct mail, etc. So we spent the first half here talking about uh, using a magazine in your business to build authority and to get your message across, basically. I want to talk about you know, something that's been under debate for, God, probably damn near a decade now, and that's more multimedia. So, you know, mailing CDs was once a great thing. Mm-hmm. And then DVDs. Yeah. And then there was USB drives. Or a combination of all of them. Yep. And uh, this is always under debate whether or not... Excuse me. There's still a debate? To well, me, there's, they're, they're still irrelevant. A debate. They're all irrelevant. There's still a debate whether they're or not we should send these. No, they're irrelevant. Yeah, because... Because the, the counter argument to them being irrelevant is, well, it bulks up the uh, promo kit and it looks good. Well, I imagine well, it does, but who, I mean, I have a DVD player, but I'd have to find it to go look at your DVD. <laughs> or it depends on the you know, target demographic, too. And that's true. I suppose there is going to be some people who still would be like, oh, I know, right, but that's that, or I'll pop that CD in my car. But I think you can still get a DVD promo kit from Disney. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, all right, so maybe they're not totally irrelevant. <laughs> Just irrelevant to <laughs> most people. that magic Disney word. Well, um, yeah, but it, then it comes in a really fancy box. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's so all, it's, yeah, it's I mean. It's surrounded. Yeah. Um, the USB drives I never really liked, by the way. I, I thought that was kind of pointless. Um, we do have some clients still including DVDs. You know, Finance-wise, they're like a dollar. So this You this include is, them because the uh, they just want to include them, or do they know that their target well, would yeah, hope, knows they'll watch. Hopefully, them. it's the target. Uh, it adds perceived value. Um, some people it might be their preferred way to do it. Now, I will tell you, anytime we do include a CD or DVD at this point on the label of it, we have a URL where they can go to watch it. Because inevitably, <laughs> if you don't want to look at this, well, go here. Inevitably. They look at the side of their laptop and, oh, we don't have optical yeah, drives I anymore. I can't watch that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think that's, I mean. I, I have an external one just for that purpose, but. I'm I mean, strange. you realize you're in the minority. Yes. yes like yes, super minority. So let's talk about this. You ever seen the little greeting cards that actually have a little LCD screen and, and playback? They have like a video player in them? I, yeah, I have seen those. So we have people ask us about those all the time and, and want to source them until they see how much they cost. Yep. Um, that's a way to get it consumed. I mean, when people open these things, they auto play is usually the way you want to set it up. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a greeting card. It's just maybe a quarter inch thick and, and it plays it back. 
Now, of course, you're going to get some hate mail. Oh, that killed the environment for just your advertisement. But you, know, you get that. You get that for mailing anything. Sure. So. Yeah. You can also reprogram those, by the way, and do all kinds of fun stuff with them via USB. But um, we haven't found a lot of use case for that. Obviously, you have to have a super high value prospect, and then it makes sense. Um, and it's just to add one more thing. I wouldn't do that as a standalone. So the only thing we're going to do is send a DVD. Or yeah. The only thing we're going to do is send a video card. You better have some supporting literature in there and, and things they can consume that way. Um, but I do think they still uh, serve a purpose. Um, and I suppose on the label we could put a QR code these days too now, but yeah. those, those never really took off. They might be you know more and more so uh, than they used to be. But visual media... If you can figure out how the recipient wants to consume it, super powerful. I mean, I'm telling the guy that owns a photography. But how, and video company, but how do you but, how do you do that? You do, are you assuming by, you know, how you find them and how you categorize them? I mean, I say that seems like a, a shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. So I mean, we have a particular client that their target clientele is older with, we'll say, failing health. <laughs> um, so in their kit. Includes a book, it includes some flyers, and it includes a DVD that has the practitioner. They have some testimonials on there. Mm-hmm. They have some of their TV commercials they've run over the years on there, and they have some TV segments they were featured on. Well, that probably works. And again, on the DVD label is, is a URL on the CD-ROM. What, we need to send a blue right now. I know, really. Could you give a, a la- was it laser disc? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about those. You know what? DVDs are useful in the car. I will say, my That's family. <laughs> that is true. We still play them in the car. That is true. I tried to hook a fire stick to the car via a lot of adapters and a cell phone mm, modem. Didn't work. I couldn't pull it off, which really irritated me as a tech geek. I'm, I'm sure it can be done, but our van didn't agree. And this is what happens when you have several kids. Yeah, <laughs> you start going down these wormholes, um, but no, I, I think it has a purpose, and and online as well. Obviously, we know, you know, people aesthetically. I think people aesthetically like the BS meter goes a lot higher now, so production value has to be a lot higher. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll date my age as young or old, depending upon how you view this statement. But I remember in high school when, uh, if you were super geeky, you could edit video by connecting VCRs and stuff together. <laughs> and they, we were just getting to the point of some software that could help, but it would crash every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, obviously, you can you could build a feature movie on your phone if you wanted. Yeah. Um, which leads us to, hey, we could also send that visual v- media via MMS or text mm-hmm. message. Um, it's not a bad idea to send a testimonial like that. Um, I've had people that uh, are not getting a hold of me, try to, you know, they'll record messages and send it on Facebook Messenger or record mm-hmm. videos and send it that way. Uh, so visual media teamed up with that's good. Also, you know, it used to be, I want to say it was common, but it would regularly occur. You would have books that had like CDs in them as a bonus. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, I mean, Dan in particular was always had those in, in the No BS book series. Probably not always because <laughs> CDs didn't exist at the beginning, but yeah. um, you could certainly find a way to buy his cassette tapes at that point in time, I'm sure. Um, trying to think where else you know, we can use visual media, but yeah, I think a lot of people underutilize what's available to them and what's cheap that may still have a perceived value. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line here is 
does it have a value to the recipient or not? Um, do they, if you're trying to impress them, does it feel like you spent something? Now, if you do any of these half-assed, it's going to backfire. Yeah. So <laughs> back to your CDR comment, if I send this thing on a CDR with a silver Sharpie. Yeah. Um, if you do it right, it actually could work, which is the funny part. Make them feel retro. But, but in general, if you had no excuse for why that was with silver Sharpie, you're in trouble. Now we have, if anyone wants to try this, though, I, I think that, that we might be on to something. We, you know, I, I, I burned this just for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you could try that. I mean, back in the day when you'd have to print your own labels and they would look all faded because yeah. your ink was low. And I mean, and then you start sending out DVDs and, you know, and they were looking a little more professional, but you'd have to order them in bulk. And well, I mean, I remember uh, one year in the DJ company, we, we purchased a bunch of royalty free Christmas music and we, we mailed audio CDs with Christmas music and an advertisement on the label, mm -hmm. but it was just Christmas music. And actually people love that. That costs barely anything. Well, that's unique. It's something they'll, they'll remember. I think maybe we're spoiled now. It's the world is so digital that yeah. it's just, yeah, I mean, that, that would be absolutely worthless to most people. Oh, now. they would be like, are you kidding me? Are you clean out your warehouse? I mean, what are you doing? I mean, it's just the world. It was, it's almost lazy. You also become lazy with the digital realm. It's so easy to, you know. I've become mad now when uh, Alexa here doesn't have a song I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you say, Alexa, play this, and it can't find it. Or you say a radio station, it brings up something else. Or, yeah, it's the I got to have it right now thing is, is kind of out of hand. Which I think you can have Alexa apps built for you now, even if you want. Sure. I, I'm not necessarily recommending this as an advertisement, but you certainly can. Um I, I guess this podcast probably can be consumed that way. I have no idea. I'm, I haven't gone down far. You can. The wormhole. Of, you can. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, now Facebook is going gonna, is gonna to start doing podcasts on their platform. I mean, hosting and stuff. It's, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it is a digital world, but I think you're right. There are certain ways. Although earlier in the episode, we're talking about the, the Insider Magazine from Keep. To me... That's a lot cooler than a CD or <laughs> or a DVD. Unless, again, unless I'm a certain age range or in a certain demo. Now, wait a minute. What about an LP, uh, a vinyl? So, now, so Walmart has an entire yeah. section of vinyl. Only because that's come back and now suddenly that's retro cool. It's like it. Like my daughter, my 20-year-old, thinks it's cool to have vinyl. I'm like, you're this dumb. So you're, we, <laughs> it's stupid. So we, we have a source. We can get those pressed. Now, see, that's not bad. That's not bad. I, I mean, that's something I, I mean, there is a certain cool because there's a coolness factor. To and there, that. there's going to be like a curiosity factor there if they, yeah. have no, if they have no way to play that. Well, there's no and that but there's no coolness factor to getting to D, at least in my opinion. Again, I'm just giving my opinion, but I would think that I'm probably in the majority. There's just no coolness factor in getting a DVD. All right, so now we're shipping vinyl. Yeah. And have you ever seen the little players that are battery powered that just, they crawl around? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to send one of those with it. Okay. It's, it's the low tech, high tech version of the self-playing greeting yep. card. Yep. Is that even remotely uh, cost effective? I have no idea. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, but if you, I, I like the idea of, of, uh, someone's going to call me and want to do it to listen to this. Yeah. I think they should. And I mean, I, it, they may go bankrupt. I'm it, not sure. It but does. They may also hit it. But, but it does set you apart. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do a DVD or a CD or whatever, I, I do like your idea. Like, burn it yourself and then write it with a Sharpie. I burn this. That's <laughs> clever. It may be dated, but it's clever at least. You know? And not, now you got me thinking of doing these vinyls. I love that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look, and I'm going to share what the current price Here is we go. To, to price it. 
This is the world we live on, by the way. I'm, I'm pod- I know where you can find it immediately. I'm podcasting to you, and you're finding it and as I'm, we speak. And I'm going to look up from my source what what it costs to get one of these things done. Which, by the way, you can do just one. Well, so, twelve inch vinyl. <laughs> get this, full stereo, of course. <laughs> Wonder if the little driving thing can get that. Uh, Double sided record and full color jacket. Wholesale cost thirty three bucks a piece. <laughs> Woo! That's for the just the record. You're not well, and the no. printed jacket. For the, too. Oh sure, yeah, thirty three. How much? How much audio can you get on a twelve inch vinyl? Um, you can probably get. And for you to date yourself, you know that forty five minutes probably. Oh man, twenty some minutes on a sign. Telling you, this is right for someone. Blu-ray, by the way, is just a couple bucks these days. Why don't you send out VHS tapes while you're at it? Well, I used to have a VHS duplication business. Because nobody has. Well, yeah, but today you'd be like, you'd have to send the VCR with it. I don't want to be able to play it. <laughs> Which could work. That, again, is that an example of a dated technology that if you do it the right way, it becomes a novelty? Yes, it depends what you're selling. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. This, we're on to something here. $33. How far does that go down, though, if you order 10 I mean, is it? Does it? No, ex- it's still thirty-three. Oh, you're gonna have to get to like a real level of pressing. Wow, I mean, that seems that seems like a lot of money. Although I suppose it it's not. If you're a band and you want to like press a hundred copies to sell, that's different. But if you're doing it in a business, maybe thirty-three dollars is just the cost of getting a client. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm trying. I I seriously, I don't have anyone I can use it on right now, or I'd be doing it. Um, this, by the way, this is what happens when you record the podcast late in the day. Yeah. Um, We've clearly gone over, and we're going to continue rambling on this till we figure out exactly who can use a 12-inch vinyl. So if you can use a 12-inch vinyl, you know you need to email me, justin at profit911.biz, because somebody's going to do this. Well, yeah, and I'm tr- what are you going to put on it? I don't I care. Mean, what, and, well, no, but that's what I mean. That's I. It's going to be a seminar recording or something. Oh, hold on. Let me fall asleep. I mean, uh, of relevant interest. Oh, to the sure. No, okay. Now I'm awake again. We're going to ship the damn podcast. That's what <laughs> There I'm we go. I'm awake. Because I can't, because hey, hey, I can't, hey. get, I can't get it online. Hey, I've, <laughs> I've, I figured it out. So oh. you know how you have that podcast production business. If you got someone you're trying to get in front of, it's actually not a bad you idea. You ship them the podcast ad on vinyl with the that's, little self playing thing. That's kind of cool. Huh? All right. I didn't so, know it. The customer sitting see, right across. That's right. The table. Right here already. Right, now we got to now. Out. See, that's not bad. Yeah. See. Let, now let's figure out how much that little record player costs. Oh man! What do, you, what do you think that is? Battery powered? Probably. Yeah. Probably not as much as the as the vinyl itself. I'm not even gonna be able to find this damn thing. I mean, you could ship a full size one. You'd get attention that way. Sure, you go bankrupt that way. <laughs> no, no, no. These podcasts are expensive to produce. They are. It's true. They're, they're worth a real record player. Bunch of portable ones. I. Now you knew what I was talking about. So I know exactly what you're talking because about because I can't find it. Yeah, no, I, it's not. A, it's not like you got a Fisher Price one. It's nice. I mean, I, it works. Come on, Google, don't fail me now. Even if say say it's a hundred dollars for hundred and thirty three dollars, if you're if it's a targeted lead, is that a great? Well, you can get a full size record player for fifty bucks. So this well, is I guess that's true. Again, not being someone who plays vinyl anymore because i no longer think it's cool retro chic we got vinyl in the office here i, mean, I know this, you is, this is a, a shot at me for those of you that don't know uh, me and al who works in the office here huh. I've, 
What day of the week are we mixing up on the vinyl? Is it Friday or is it Monday? Uh, mixing Mondays. Mixing yeah. Mondays, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, there'll be guest DJs in the house. This is also how you know we don't edit the podcast. Yeah, really, this is what's called, this is the very definition of real time. This is what is, it's happening. Yeah. We're going to pretend this is live. Mm-hmm. Can't find them. This is where you typically would edit your podcast. So, <laughs> I didn't pay the producer enough you to did, do Yeah, that, really, so. this is, he said, I just want a one-off recording. Uh, <laughs> we we got to fill the whole vinyl. It was $33. Um, I don't know. Someone find that and email it to me. So say it's say it's fifty bucks then, you're you're into eighty eighty three dollars. I mean, for the right client, no that's I, that little portable. It's got to be like twenty bucks. All right, so say you're in under sixty bucks. So it, we're under sixty bucks. Let's you know, let's say it's a podcast client that's going to record all year. This is a pretty significant sale. It's several thousand dollars. This mm-hmm. actually mathematically makes sense now. It does. I would agree. If it's the right targeted people, you're not sending out three hundred of them. Or well, maybe you are. Or what we can do is we can go to Goodwill, we can buy a bunch of old vinyl no one wants, and just relabel it, knowing they have no way to play it. Well, that's and then <laughs> you could do that too. <laughs> that's true. I I don't. I mean, you're telling me that there's no way to uh, that thirty three dollars is as cheap as I can get those made. Yeah, I think so. Because you, you remember the process to make this is not like burning a CD. No, it's not. No, I. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, see, now I'm intrigued. Someone's got to make a plate and actually press that thing. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's improved at all. I'm I'm interested. And you gotta get some scratches on there so you get the right sound. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Edison. Uh, magnetic marketing people, if you're listening to this, you should get some vintage Dan stuff and press it on vinyl and sell it at a premium. Because the recording quality is already gonna be crap. It's true. So now we have an excuse. The originals are probably on cassette. Oh yeah. No, that's true. The quality, the quality of it is irrelevant at that point. It's the quality of the information. All right, so this could go Pod, on. Podcast seems like a good fit. Yeah, someone else has got to have one. There's got to be another. Send reason. it to me. I'll give you. I'll send you a prize. Okay. It'll be, it'll be a no prize. I got something to think about now over the weekend. Yeah. Yep. All right, we're we're done. We're closing, <laughs> we're, we're closing this one out. All right, come back n- next episode when we actually have something to talk about. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave your comments. For more information on how Profit 911 Consulting can help grow your service business, visit Profit911.biz.